0: From big to twig, or somewhere in between, with your host, Daniel Britton. In this podcast, I'm going to stop you from diving into muddy waters with charlatans for guides and introduce you to science-based strategies for fast-track success and long-term health. This podcast is a practical and hands-on alternative to wading through articles of peer-reviewed literature, simplified down and applied in a real-life setting for ease of learning. I've read the science... I've studied the courses and I've written the reports. I'm not offering a magic pill and I'm not offering instant success. I'm offering you a free, fast-tracked education into weight loss, nutrition, and healthy living, broken down into bite-sized segments and applied in practical contexts. This is an entirely free podcast designed with a single goal in mind, to help you live better. Episode one, with John. So today we're joined by John, welcome john thanks for coming on hi do you want to tell us anything about yourself give us a brief overview of who you are and what brings you into that
1: um just been um over the years i had a bit of like mental health issues had Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um a few uh yeah, yeah life um changes and over the years have put on more and more weight Yep. and uh as i've got older just finding it more and more difficult to um, get the weight off. Yep. Um, and not motivated really to do much
0: in terms of dieting or exercise. So, sort of come to you for a bit of advice. Awesome. Happy to help out with that. When you, when you talk about motivation, that's really interesting. You've got enough motivation to come here. So, you've got some motivation. How, on a scale of 1 to 10, where would you rate your motivation? A 4. A 4? Yeah. I think four's quite good. We can work with a 4. <laughs> a 1 is hard to work with. We can work with a 4. Definitely. So, you're happy to tell us your current weight? Yeah, I'm a uh, hundred and seven kilos. Excellent. And where do you want to get to? Uh, I'd like to be ninety. Ninety? Yeah, mm. that's quite right. attainable. And you're six foot, just for the, the listeners at home.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: awesome. And just earlier, you were telling me that you were in the. You're currently working on the five two diet.
1: Yeah, I well, I tried, but tried? I haven't. Uh, yeah, just did it for a couple. Uh, it has worked me previously, so mm-hmm. I lost about five or six kilos doing it. Yeah, um, and I find it quite easy. Um, But, yeah, just sustaining it, that's
0: quite difficult. Sustaining a diet is definitely the crux of it. When you did the 5-2 diet, it definitely can impact your metabolism as a whole. So when you were doing it, there's different varieties of a 5-2 diet that I'm familiar with. Which one were you prescribing to?
1: Uh, So trying to eat healthy for five days Uh and then the two days fasting.
0: Okay, and when you say fasting, were you totally fasting or 500 calories? Uh,
1: mm A banana and a a fruit, yeah, was it, yeah.
0: Okay, all right, so when you were doing that, what was it about that diet that drew you you into it? Because we want to understand your motivation for it to get long-term success.
1: Uh, Look, I think it's just one of the popular diets that are out there at the moment. Certainly, yeah, very popular, (laughs) yep. And it actually does. Like I can, I can fast on a day, and it doesn't actually affect me. So mm-hmm. um, I think the only things like coffee, like yeah, maybe I have a bit of a headache or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I, um, I find the actual fasting not too difficult.
0: And you were saying, when you remain drink coffee, what type of coffee do you take? Because this can be a big thing in a diet. Yeah, know, so, black coffee, or uh,
1: so I have. Um, Percolated coffee in the morning mm-hmm. and uh, maybe one cappuccino during the day, and then maybe another coffee at about 10, 11 o'clock. So, like three coffees, um, in the, but it's quite strong coffees yep. uh, Yeah, in the morning, and then nothing really throughout the day okay. after that.
0: Yeah. It's quite a lot of coffee that you drink there, which is actually a good thing. The science has recently sort of changed on coffee. Previously, it was, you know, some people say, I'm going to be healthy, I'm going to stop drinking coffee not true at all right the more coffee you drink up to four cups you get there's actually quite a lot of uh, health benefits in it and, right. and especially in terms of longevity instead of living a long life right coffee's got fantastic <laughs> uh attributes for that right and i read recently there's a study on caffeine and the way it metabolizes your fat so generally if you're just walking around or you know making dinner or whatever you might burn say 40 percent carbs and say 20 percent fat maybe some muscle in there just a rough ratio right if you're drinking a lot of caffeine, you'll use more fat as your energy source. So it metabolizes that fat, which is great for weight loss, especially yeah. the, when there's weight loss, you consider muscle loss or fat loss or just both together. Generally, when you lose weight, it's 50% fat, 50% muscle, which is not what you want. You know, you want to lose more fat than muscle, so you maintain yeah. a great shape. That's what everyone wants. But anyway, caffeine is just one thing to help in that. A little yep. side note for the whole caffeine conversation cool. we're having. And how's your, how's your exercise? Do you exercise? or? Uh,
1: no. So... Um, About five years ago I was doing a lot more I was doing um, Had a PT instructor Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I was doing quite a lot of running I was doing a few half marathons Oh wow, nice And um, yeah, a lot more fitter than what I am now Mm -hmm. And yeah, sort of now I just do A bit of walking and a bit of cycling But nothing too intensive How, How often
0: are you doing the walking or the running?
1: Oh, cycling, sorry Yeah, maybe say once
0: or twice a week That's it Oh, that's great, isn't it? It's a lot better than nothing, and a lot of people will say nothing when they respond to that question. So I think you're doing well. Excellent base to work with. Um, when you were doing the five two diet, one of the key benefits of the five two diet, and this is what they really sell, is that in 2020, 2019, you've got access to food whenever you want it. You eat when you're bored. You eat when you just want you want to eat something nice. You want you want to kill some time. There's So many reasons to eat. In the 5-2 diet, in those two days when you're not eating, you really learn what hunger is. And you learn, oh, I wasn't hungry then, but I am hungry now. Mm. And so you learn to recognize that. Do you feel like with your experience in the 5-2 diet, you can differentiate now between hunger and boredom hunger? Oh, um, definitely, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. So you definitely know the difference yeah. between that. Yeah. Awesome. Now, before you came here, I asked you for your height and weight, and I worked out your BMR. You, are you familiar with BMI? Yes, at all? Yeah. Excellent. So I got you at 1,950. Mm-hmm. Now, based on your lifestyle, you're saying you're exercising twice a week. I assume. What, what type of um, job do you have? Are you active or uh, sitting in an office? Desk, desk job. Yeah. Desk job. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So I'd say you're at sedentary, so little or no exercise because you've got the two in there. So I, what when you were dieting previously, what sort of calorie range were you aiming for? Um, what, what were you counting calories to no, start no. with? Okay. So do you know how many calories you probably should be eating? Oh uh, no. Okay. Based on what I've got. Um, you should be at about 2.3 thousand calories, which is a fine amount. That, 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 those calories, they'll keep you at your current weight. Usually if you go to a gym and you want to put on weight, you eat 500 more. If you want to start dieting a, you know a slow pace, it's 500 less. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I see all these people who come in quite regularly and previously and they'll say, oh, I'm eating 1,000 calories a day. I'm eating 500 calories a day. Why am, I not, why am I not losing weight? I don't understand it. I'm eating just celery. I should be losing weight. Your body goes into starvation mode. And the wor- and so you just you store everything as fat because you can use it for longer mm-hmm. and you just become so unhealthy from it. So the World oh. Health Organization, who they recommend an adult male should never be below eighteen hundred. So you'll be at twenty three hundred and fifty, right minus five hundred, you'll be eighteen hundred and fifty, mm-hmm. and that's enough for you to get your general nutrition, meet your daily targets, if you want to go down the road of being healthy and losing weight, mm-hmm. which, like I said earlier, is quite hard. So when you talk about losing weight. Is your main focus to be healthier or just to lose weight? To lose weight. Excellent. So that makes it, that's a much more achievable goal because, if you, as, as I said, if you do try and lose weight and revolutionize your diet and tomorrow you're eating fruits and veggies and you're jogging out in the morning, you go for the five-kilometer run, you come home, you're sweating, come on, you, you just want to eat some real food, don't you? You don't want to eat like a rabbit. And so you can't sustain that for a long time. My real goal with you, John, is to get you on a diet that isn't seen as a diet. It's just something that you do in the background and it's not on the forefront of your mind. You just go, oh, I ate that for lunch. I should probably have something a little bit smaller for dinner and that's the extent of your diet because you can sustain that forever. If you wake up one morning and go, God, I want to go to Macca's. God, I want to get that um, bacon and egg roll or whatever they are. That's fine. Go ahead and eat that and enjoy it. But just know that later on that night, you've only got 1,300 calories to work with. Right. You've got to be more sensible with your foods. Mm-hmm. But what those foods are doesn't matter because you're going to lose weight because losing weight is a science and it's a very basic science. If you eat more than you need, you'll put on weight. If you eat less than you need, you'll lose weight. Mm-hmm. So you're 2,300. That's just that's not including your exercise. Mm-hmm. That's just you to wake up, for your cells to you know um, re- regenerate, for your skin tissue to regenerate, for you to breathe, to burn off all the energy you need to go through all the functions of a daily living, right? The second you start doing cardio or running or cycling, you're adding on to that. So let's say you woke up and you wanted to go for a cycle or a walk. The, the calories you burn off, they get added on to your daily total that you can now eat because right. you burn them off. So if you, just, if you do you know jog for 30 minutes, you're going to be hungrier throughout the day. You've, you've got two benefits there. You've burnt off calories and your metabolism is going to run faster for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. So the benefits are really multiplied in that. Mm-hmm. But again, let's not have a focus on let's be perfect tomorrow because it's just insane and it's where most people will go, go, go wrong. Yep. So you're at 2,300. We minus 500 to start mm-hmm. losing weight so from now on you're going to look at doing 1800 calories per day right. 1850 but anywhere within that if you, if you 200 more no worries 200 right. less ah no big deal as long as you're aiming around that right? right and a big issue people really a big trap they fall into is cheat days right and the 5-2 diet runs into this as well the, a big idea of the 5-2 diet is because I'm eating less well, I'm eating almost nothing on two days my overall calorie intake for the week my, my days where I'm eating I can eat more Right. but and overall I should eat less than normal because even though I'll overeat to make up for my hungry days I'll still be eating not as much to put on weight, that's, that's the general rule of it right. and it is true, you also learn about the hunger thing, so 5-2 can be successful but I would rather have every day where I can eat what I want and I, as long as I know what I'm eating like If I, 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 tomorrow you can go to Macca's and you can get a small cheeseburger a large cheeseburger meal, which is 800 calories you can have it twice a day and you'd still lose weight right. it doesn't matter what you eat Right. As long as you know the calories that are in it, right? Yeah. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, awesome. In terms of exercise, do you want to start exercising, or you're quite happy with just how things are? Oh
1: no, I would. I'd like to start doing more
0: exercise. Yeah. Okay, and cycling is a passion of yours, or just a hobby of yours? Uh, hobby. Okay, and so would you like to do more cycling? When you want, to, when you talk about exercise, do you do exercise for enjoyment, for health, or for weight loss?
1: Um. I started doing it for mental health. So mental health, yeah. Yep. But, um, yeah, and I haven't done it for a while. So mm-hmm. um definitely found that my mental health improved mm-hmm. when I was um, doing more exercise.
0: Okay. And if you were to start now, because it's more of a weight loss focus, would you be doing it for mental health, weight loss, or uh, yeah. just everything? Yeah, for every, just for, for everything, yeah. Okay, yeah. and were you enjoying cycling, or were you enjoying the walking?
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So if i did say to you we want to keep you we want to get you to walk you know saying to, to walk again would that be something you'd say yeah yeah i can do and then maybe forget about it? or yeah you know i could do that yeah why not it's pretty all right
1: yeah look if i set my mind to it and mm-hmm. um I'm, like held accountable for it then yeah i would definitely mostly do more
0: so we, sure we can definitely have a follow-up on that we can make sure i harass you for not <laughs> not, not not doing your walking when you walk what's a good time of the day to walk for you Uh, More in the afternoons, I would say. Okay, so you do wake up and you go straight to work, generally? Yeah, sort of, yeah. I'm not a good morning person, so... I totally understand. (laughs) I definitely understand that. Unfortunately for you and I, who are both not morning people, very, very useful if when you wake up, you've just had eight hours of fasting, right? So your body's got no glycogen stores. Mm -hmm. So if you do go for some exercise, as long as you're not sprinting or anything, you know, light walking, your body's got no energy to, to fuel your walking. So the only thing you can use is fat. so the amount of fat you burn doing fasted cardio the technical Mm -hmm. term is incredible but if you're not a morning person it's not something you need it's just a little avenue a little bonus thing if you ever you know if one day on a Saturday or whatever you're not working and you go you know what I haven't eaten much today I've just been too busy I've probably I've probably got no energy in me it'd be a great time to go for a walk the benefits are trifold just Mm a really incredible time to go for a walk um And again, you, you didn't say anything. You said your focus is just weight loss. Mm-hmm. If you aren't really too keen on going for the morning walks, again, you're not a morning person, and I can empathize with that. After, after you eat a meal, you get what's called a post-prandial spike. And what that means is your blood glucose levels are just going to rock it up because it's going to start processing all the food you've had, especially if it's high in your sugar. Mm-hmm. If you had a Coke with you in you know, other side beverage, it's really going to spike up. And they show that chronic diseases, heart, heart health and whatnot, they're all related quite negatively to how often you have um, these postprandial spikes. The way to reduce that is after you eat food, and it's quite an Asian thing. I notice a lot of Asians do this after they eat their meal, so they have to go for a walk to help digestion. And so their postprandial spikes aren't so so rapid, they're quite mm-hmm. modulated and so that's definitely a long term benefit. And mm-hmm. probably one of the key factors as to why they're quite quite healthy and live for quite a long time. Okay. Now Could you give me a brief overview of the kind of foods you get into so we can talk about calories? Because the focus that I have for you is calories. Calories in versus calories out. And we know it's going to be 1,850. So what sort of foods do you like to eat? Um, I love
1: my carbs. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, carbs, cheese, I love. Um, And yeah that's and just a normal like in the in the evenings just a normal meal so mm-hmm. um, so during the day uh, I would normally not really have breakfast so I'm not a good breakfast person yeah I hear that a lot yeah <laughs> so yeah and then maybe like uh, 10 or 11 or something or 12 you know in that period have something to eat mm-hmm. um, and then
0: previously you would have had the coffee generally yeah
1: yeah definitely yeah, yeah, have yeah. coffee in the, yeah I'd start the day off with a cappuccino mm-hmm. um, and um, so then yeah and then get home sort of about half past four and be sort of quite hungry and then maybe just do a bit of grazing before actually dinner at, say, seven. Yeah, so, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so, um, yeah, that's about my day,
0: really. Um, okay, and when does drinking factor into it? Because so I remember you saying that you yeah, like, yeah. like to drink. Uh,
1: so, yeah, yeah, definitely drinking more than I have previously. Mm-hmm. Um, so, drinking every day um, and having maybe two drinks a night.
0: Okay, so you're not, not a binge drinker by any means.
1: No, but maybe on like on the weekends, I would have maybe a few more than during the week.
0: Okay, so this is very anti-health, but it's just genuine, genuine advice. And it, like I said, you can diet on Maccas if you want. It's Anything works. Whatever works for you works. I have a friend who loves to drink. And he's lost 20-something kilos just because you know, I've chatted a lot about diets. He loves to drink. And the way he makes up for it, again, very anti-health. And I am putting that disclaimer out there. This is not great for your health. He knows Saturday night he's going to go out drinking. He's going to have 10 or 11 drinks. Mm-hmm. And he'll at least minimize it by getting the diet drinks. So he'll mix his vodka or whatever with the Diet Coke. Right. And that has a big impact. Mm-hmm. That's the half the calories or a little bit less than half already. So it's mm-hmm. great to do that. I know that's not the kind of drink you enjoy, but I'm just giving you one example for him. Mm-hmm. And him knowing that he will go out Saturday night throughout Saturday and maybe the day before, if he usually eats 1,800 calories, he might drop down to 1,400. To give him a little buffer for that Saturday. Because calories aren't a day-in, day-out thing. You can look at them on a day-in, day-out process, but over a week, it's the same process. If I eat 1,800 calories every day, Monday to Saturday, and then eat you know, 4,000 on Sunday everything I did throughout the weeks wasted. wasted right, and that right. happens all the time mm-hmm. so him knowing that he's going to be drinking on Saturday he does give himself that buffer a couple of days before knowing oh I'm going to drink hard Saturday I'll save some calories Right, and your body does work that way mm-hmm. it's quite insane to think of it but your body is really quite dumb it's just calories in versus calories out and you can you can bank them up not for too long obviously but right. you can bank them up as long as you don't dip down to a very unhealthy level of calories for a long amount of time mm-hmm. and you did mention earlier that you're a yo-yo dieter. You've gone through some diets, you've gone off some diets. It's a really big... Are you familiar with the show The Biggest Loser?
1: Yes, yeah. All right.
0: I talk about this to all the people, all the time. As often as someone will listen to me tell the story, I'll tell it. The Biggest Loser has been on many different countries and it's been playing for many different years. It's a very successful show. I loved watching it when I was young. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely helped me get where I am now because I was very interested in it. Right. They've, done, they've done longitudinal studies on those participants in that. And it was something like 95% of them, over the course of the next 10 years' follow-up, had all either reverted back to their original weight, or more so. And one of the reasons why, and I thought at the time it might be strange, and now as an adult I definitely think it was strange, they were put on 500 calorie diets. And a lot of fat diets today will put you on a 500 calorie diet. And it's just so awful for your metabolism, because your body is resilient. It's very, very resilient. And it wants to maintain homeostasis which just means balance right, right. at any point it'll try and maintain that so if I start giving my body for a prolonged period of time 500 calories it's gonna to learn to use 500 calories because it wants me to live so it's right. gonna to adapt to it mm-hmm. and then the second I look at a cake you know I'm just gonna my body's gonna go this is more than we needed right. oh great we've learned we've learned to survive at 500 this is a thousand in one sitting the rest just goes to fat and so their metabolisms had really just been destroyed. Right. And so a lot of them, even if they, if they didn't have it when they started, a uh, metabolic syndrome or diabetes, a lot of them had it when they finished right. because of the damage they'd done. And then follow-up. There is a way to trick, you know, teach your body to start using more calories. You can do that. It's called reverse dieting. And it's pretty much, it just means you eat 500 calories because you've been doing it so long. And then you slowly increase it each day. So you go to 600 and 700, you work your way back to a healthy uh, healthier weight range and healthy right. metabolism. And your body will follow, but the older you are, the harder it is to adjust to that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So at the moment, you're at, say, 2,000 a day, 2,300. Are you going up currently or going down or just plateauing at the moment? No, at the moment. Yeah. Okay, so you would probably be around 2,300. If that's what you're normally eating, maybe it's not. Without going through a, few, a full uh, food history, it's hard yeah. to know. But... Going forward, we're going to be at 2,300, right? And we're not going to drop down a crazy amount because you will hurt your metabolism, just like the biggest loser the contestants did. And it's very unfortunate for them, but I will get off that topic. But <laughs> it's definitely something I've read a lot about and I just feel so bad for them because they're manipulated for reviews. And so ratings. I'm going to get down
1: to 1,800, did you say?
0: 1,800 is where we're going to aim. Right. So how do we get to 1,800? And what does 1,800 look like, right? In terms of a coffee, are you getting a muguccino a Cappuccino? Cappuccino. So it's in it's a normal cup?
1: Yeah, in a takeaway cup, yeah.
0: A large, medium, or small, whatever. Medium, yeah. Okay. So you're looking at probably like 300 calories, I suppose, 350. And you're having roughly three of them a day, right? Yes?
1: Yeah. No, so, I'm, I, I have, um, yeah, so I'd have a, like, that would be just once during the day, and the other two would be black coffees with a dash of milk or something. So
0: not oh, oh, okay. There, so it's much, much better. Yeah. Okay, so let's just, let's jump at around 650, 700. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll send you later on the exact calories I expect to be in those. Right. I'm not a coffee drinker myself, so I have to spitball on, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's around 700 from what I know. Right. You're down to 1100 left for the day. What, what, what would you be looking to spend those calories on? Because it is kind of like currency. That's how I view it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you know, maybe a sandwich or something at lunchtime and then uh, more of a main meal at night. So, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: So when you have a sandwich, are we talking just a toasted sandwich with some salad or are we talking like a BLT sort of sandwich? It's toasted with cheese. a uh, it'll
1: be like a yeah, maybe say a cheese sandwich. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, because you do like your cheese. Or cheese, tomato sandwich, or cheese and lettuce, or something like that. Yeah. So cheese is definitely the main ingredient there, right? Yes, Yeah. Okay, and we're talking white bread, whole grain, multigrain. Uh, yeah, multigrain. Excellent! Great to hear that. It's yeah. always nice to have some good, healthy grains in your diet. We're not focused on health, but it's a nice little thing to <laughs> definitely have in your diet. So each slice of bread for whole grain or multigrain is about 100 calories, mm-hmm. and then depending how much cheese you like to put onto it. How cheesy put onto it generally?
1: If you a good a good chunk of cheese, a good chunk
0: of cheese. So your sandwich is probably about 350, 400 calories. Mm-hmm. So you are now at say eight hundred calories left. Right? What sort of dinner would you go for? You said meat and three veg.
1: Yeah, would it be? It would be. Um, yeah, like so, definitely um, some salad with you know either rice and some you know like. A lasagna or uh,
0: mm-hmm. um, seafood or fish or... It's quite a wide range yes, there. Yeah, yeah. You, I noticed a very quick polarizing difference between rice and salad to lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> you just yeah. threw them in together yeah, so casually. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, roughly the same. <laughs> Obviously a significant difference between lasagna yeah. and rice and salad, but I'm not going to tell you to go eat rice and salad mm. because you'll quit within a month or two months. You might have some quick weight loss, right. but then you'll quit. And that's the worst thing we're looking for, mm-hmm. right? So to make it long-term successful, you've got to learn what is 800 calories of lasagna. What does it look like mm-hmm. in lasagna? It's actually a fair bit of lasagna. I mean, I'm not sure how much you eat, but it's quite, it's quite a lot of lasagna. And a lot of time I'll spend quite a bit of time talking about how hungry you need to be to eat, or what is um, what is how much do you need to eat to be full, right? Because when you feel full and when you are full are two different periods of time. Mm-hmm. You've probably heard before, I'm not teaching you anything new, if you say, after you finish eating, you wait 10 minutes, are you still hungry? Probably not. But you still mm-hmm. felt hungry for those 10 minutes before yeah. your body realized what you'd eaten. Yes. So, because you've spent a lot of time on the 5-2 diet, I'm not going to spend much time talking about what is hunger, how does hunger work. Mm-hmm. If you've successfully done, successfully done 5-2, you've definitely fought your hunger cravings before. Mm-hmm. Generally, the advice that I provide to clients is that when you do start a diet, your motivation is at one of your highest levels. Make use of that. Because for the first two days... If you do drop down your calories, you're going to be hungry, right? And you've got to fight off those urges. And the only time you're going to have the ability is when your motivation's high. And you can force out those negative hunger cravings. So in the first two days, if you can adapt, like I said earlier, your body will follow suit. Mm -hmm. It's always a couple of days behind your mind. But as long as you can say, look, I'm eating 1,800. Within a couple of days, you'll eat 1,800. And it'll be as simple as that. It's not a matter of, oh, oh, I'm so hungry. I've really got to worry about this. Oh, how long is it going to take? It's two days maybe three depending on the person their metabolism but if you can get through that initial hurdle when your motivation is high it's good timing Mm -hmm. so after that as long as you don't force yourself to eat to the point of being bloated a lot of people eat to being bloated and I think especially in western culture we've learned that's a good meal finish your plate that's a great meal I I feel good and then you you lay down watching TV or whatever (laughs) that's a great feeling but you're not designed to really eat like that on a regular basis when we're a hunter-gatherer sure you find a deer or whatever you bloat yourself up but every day you don't have that deer and we do now with Maccas and everything it's so really accessible so we can't be doing that every day and so if you do want to bloat yourself you want to treat yourself that will be the treat bloating yourself and feeling oh god you know (laughs) that will be the treat but just generally we're going to aim for 1800 and if some days you go to 1600 all the better for you Mm -hmm. and if you go to 2000 sometimes All the better for you because if you eat 1800 every day your body goes 1800 cool but as long as you're wearing it a little bit keep your body guessing and so it doesn't really know where is its comfort level right right? and science does work out in the way that if i said to you and this is generally how it works in a in a kilogram is seven thousand calories right Mm -hmm. so in a week if you're 500 below every day seven days seven days of 500 calories below, it's half, it's 3,500, right? Which is half a kilo. So if you did follow this, you would lose half a kilo a week. Mm -hmm. And that's a good amount of weight loss to have. If you lose more than that, it's quite a bit of stress for your heart. other organs start to have some dramas as well. You won't get into those, it's a bit Mm -hmm. too specific. But we wanna go for 500. Mm -hmm. That's a a great range to be at. And if you do any exercise on top, again, it's optional. It just builds you your bank. Mm -hmm. It's really just a banking system as far as I'm aware. (laughs) There is one more thing to consider. If you have been at a, you know, whatever weight you are, if you're 60 kilos or 100 kilos, your body has a sort of comfort in that. And so if I drew two graphs for you of your predicted weight loss and your actual weight loss, your actual weight loss will be a little bit lower. Mm-hmm. Not, because although the math is there and your body does work on that math, it just has this little tendency to stay where you are. And so you're always being brought down just a little bit. Maybe a 5-10% difference to where you should be. But right. if you could accept half a kilo a week, 10 weeks from now you're down 5 kilos, right. and 10 weeks of eating 800 calories, I think you'll find it's not too hard. Right. Have you ever done, had a diet based on calories before? Uh, no. So are you familiar with counting calories or not really at all? Uh, not really at all, no. If I, if I got you a random packet of pasta and I just gave it to you, would you know how to count the calories on it? Look at the packet. Look exactly, the packet. <laughs> exactly. These days, they've made it so easy. I, I, it was like 15 years ago, you had to go back and go, carbs is 4.1 calories, protein, 4.2, fat, 9 grams nine calories, and you got to work out yourself. Right. These days, they have to put it on the label, so it's yeah. fantastic. So do you prepare your own meals, or it's made for you, or you uh, buy it? I bet it both
1: so my partner
0: cooks mm-hmm. make some and I make some. So Okay, yeah. so when you're making it, you just have to be a little bit cautious about what you're putting onto it and then at the end of it, once you look at it, just get a rough idea of how many there are. Mm-hmm. It's not, it doesn't have to be an exact science right? because you have that little buffer, a little bit above, a little bit below, mm-hmm. you're still going to lose weight. And if you think, tonight we're having lasagna, I might skip my third coffee. Right. probably skip the cappuccino the black yeah. ones are very good for you like I mentioned skip yeah. the cappuccino but have it, have it when you wake up you know you might not like that bitter taste when you wake up but you just make those little small sacrifices right. we're not going to say tomorrow like I said fruit and veg and go for your jog and it doesn't happen it's unrealistic it's in the movies it's not how people live 90% of people don't get 5 serves of veggies a day so why would you expect to be in the very top percentile tomorrow right. with a lifetime of not doing that it doesn't yeah. work that way so we're going to focus on sustainability and 1800 calories a day right so tomorrow what's, what's, what's your day look like do you think you mean work wise or just eating wise eating wise knowing that you might aim for 1800 if you're ready to jump in tomorrow yeah um, so
1: maybe uh, yeah start up with the coffee yeah as usual yeah. Um, maybe have a Skinny cappuccino instead of a full cream cappuccino. That'd be a great change. Yeah. Would you
0: would you think that'd be a big sacrifice or not really? Not really, no. Would you do you think you'd notice a difference or not? No, I wouldn't notice the difference. Pretty easy change to make and you'd yeah. probably say it's eighty calories, seventy mm. calories, into your bank. Sweet? Yeah. What's next?
1: Uh, so for lunch would maybe be something, you know, maybe a healthier sandwich than mm-hmm. cheese, maybe. So
0: Cheese is quite healthy for you. I'm not gonna tell you to stop eating cheese. If you like eating cheese
1: Yeah, but maybe not as much then yeah,
0: certainly, maybe not as much, but it is healthy for you. Yeah. It's a great source of a lot of mm-hmm. protein, a lot of calcium, a lot of different vitamins are in cheese. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm definitely not going to say to stop eating cheese.
1: Um, so, yeah, and then maybe just a bit more, like maybe some fruit or something for lunch, mm-hmm. um, and then just monitor what I, you know, when I get home and normally have um, some snacks and chips or the grazing you mentioned. Yes, yeah. Yes. So maybe just try and cut down on that, mm-hmm. and then just make sure my dinner that I'm more portion conscious and sort of see
0: what I'm actually eating and how many calories I'm actually taking in. So yeah, I I think the biggest thing out of everything you said there was portion conscious because you, like I said, you eat to be bloated, not you specifically, but we eat to be bloated and you don't need that much food. And the second you stop two days later, you're going to start realizing, I know there's enough food for me to get full. I can quite happily go to KSC and get an ultimate Zinger burger box and I can get that down and I'll feel great after it for an hour or two, but I could have just had the burger And I would have felt fine. I feel I feel lighter after just eating the burger than eating all of it. And I feel a bit sluggish if I eat the whole meal. That's just something you learn to adapt to. And if you did just start dropping down your portions, I don't think there'd be any significant change in the amount of like enjoyment you have day to day. Mm -hmm. But the second you start seeing results and you will start seeing results pretty quickly on a scale, suddenly your 1800 calories becomes very achievable achievable and very attainable and sustainable, which is the key. Because it's a 5 diet you're going to yo-yo. You've had diets before, haven't worked. This diet is quite simply called if it fits your macros. And that's all we're going to do. If it fits your macro calories or macronutrients and calories, it's going to work for you. Right. If you want to eat macros in the morning, fine. If you want to have a salad so you can have a nice dirty dinner for you know dinner, no worries. Mm-hmm. As long as you put it in there 1,800 calories a day, no, it's all completely fine. Right. And if you know you're going to go drinking or have that large cup of wine, buy it throughout the day by having the skinny mac- uh, skinny. Milk and yeah. throughout you know you, you've learned the basic principles mm-hmm. so i think going forward you can make these very small adjustments and they are small adjustments to get you down because like you said if, if you're plateauing now to start going down in weight it's quite a small change 500 calories can be dropped out really easily Easy, yeah. and even if you maintained everything but just skipped you know that cappuccino that enough would be uh, that would give you some weight loss for a good period of time until your body adapted and you had to do mm-hmm. something else and down the line, we can look, once you're 90 kilos, we can look at going, do you want to start exercising? No? All right. happen to revise the diet then to get more results. Right. Your body is so resilient. There's so many different things we can do. I can't wait to keep going forward with you. Cool. Awesome. Any other questions for no, you? No, that's been really good. Really helpful. Thanks very much. Excellent. Happy to have you on. <laughs> and thank you.